lot of messages in the wider context of telemarketing, the most common being, of course, job posts and job advertisement, copy texts, career site content. These days also blog posts and various articles that are targeted to your talent audiences as well as emails and other messages we send to candidates and our staff. And all of these messages have two important things in common. The target audience, which gives the message the right angle, the perspective, and the importance of the message we wish to influence the recipient's perceptions, decisions, and actions. If you write any of those messages, are you sure? Are you 100% sure your messages influence the recipient in those ways that you expect? Hi, it's Susanna Rantanen here with the Building a Modern Employer Brand podcast. Welcome back this week. So if you're new to this podcast, This podcast is for those who want to learn how to build a modern employee brand and master modern talent marketing in a world where your talent's attention is no longer a default. This week in the Building a Modern Employee Brand podcast, I talk about crafting your talent marketing messages in a way that will help you win attention and influence your audiences in the ways you intended. Let's talk about first the purpose of a commercial message. Because let's not forget, all commercial messages have a clear purpose and your talent marketing messages are all commercial messages. It's the business you're writing those for. So your messages must win attention. Your messages must inspire the recipient to give it some thought And your messages must persuade them to act on your call. What this means is that the action your message wants them to take. So when you want to persuade them to take action, call to action, it means that your message wants, your message needs to persuade them to take that action. Your message must be clear about what you want them to do after they read your message or heard your message. So you as the messenger must become understood. Your message must inspire your audience to pay attention, become excited about what you want them to do, and then do it. Your messages must influence their thinking, their attitudes, their frame of mind, and persuade them to act accordingly. If you are new to this, you have come to the right person. No advertising delivers you the results if your message fails to inspire action. And no matter how many people in your organization forward the message to their networks, that message doesn't deliver as it would and as it should if that message fails to inspire action. Now, in talent communication and marketing, also known as HR communication and marketing, if this is something you want to learn more about and build a career, because if you say yes, and if you are unsure whether your messages are working, you need to start becoming interested in the power of your words. 
That is the starting point. I find, I mean, if you've been listening to me, you know how fascinated I am about the brain. I am as fascinated about words. Playing with words. Finding meanings, building meanings for words. Using synonyms. You need to start becoming interested in the power of your own words if you want to, if you aspire a career in talent marketing and communication. And I think that you do because you're listening to this podcast. So I said you've come to the right person and the right place. So if your job requires you to write telemarketing messages and you don't really care if they work or not, uh, well, you really should stop listening to this podcast and maybe even find a different job. I'm sorry if that hurts you, but that's really the truth. Because in that case, you're doing yourself, your career, and your employer a huge disfavor. If you don't care if your messages work or not, you are doing a huge disfavor to everybody, yourself included. Doing disfavors to your employer, now that tends to reflect on your own personal happiness, your self-confidence, your career opportunities, and your personal development opportunities. So you don't want to do that. I mean, I understand if writing talent marketing messages is not your calling, if you're not motivated by it, if you prefer to do something else. Now, you, I, I encourage you to do something else if you don't care about talent marketing. Because, I mean, it's not for everybody. I mean, I don't like everyone's job either. I'm not really good at it, what everybody else is doing. I'm really good at this. I want, if you're listening to this podcast, I want you to become really good at this too. I think most talent marketers, I mean, this could be your title or your title could be something else. Um, and we don't really even need to care about titles, but talent marketing playing a big part uh, in your daily work. That's, you know, that would be you that I'm talking to right now. Most people like you, most telemarketers like you, don't even notice how many messages you're writing daily or almost daily in your work. And let me assure you, we write a heck of a lot of messages in the wider context of telemarketing and communication. I mean, if you work in talent acquisition, you write a lot of job posts, you write a, you know, a lot of other copy texts, social media posts, promoting those job opportunities. You write emails to message the candidate audience, the applicant audience about the job, uh, about the process. Uh, you probably write internal communication messages, at least about the recruitment process related uh, issues, topics. You write internal communication messages communicating about the selection process, schedules for the process, decision making for the process. I mean, an internal communication message doesn't mean that you're writing the entire staff. You could be just writing to some of your colleagues about the process, people who are involved with the process. So there's just a lot of messages that we're writing which all take time from our busy days and uh, obviously are important enough for you to choose to give some of your important time to these messages instead of using it for something else that's more important, right? So isn't it evident how important it is that each of your messages would do the job? Convince and convert the recipient to do what 
what you want them to do. Read this job post. Consider this role. Come back and review it again. Visit our career site. Read this blog post. Send us your application. Schedule this interview. Prepare for this. Prefer, prepare for the interview. Revisit our career side. Test if you match. Get to know us through this and this content. Connect with me. Follow us on socials. Make a decision by deadline. Stay with us on this process even though our decision-making takes time. Sorry, we didn't select you forward. How can we help you? Let me know who you're going to choose for this job so that I can let the others know, and so on. So if you work more in the employer brand marketing side, you are not writing recruitment messages and job posts. Instead, your messages need to impress and influence the passive job, job seeker audience you know, to start following your employer brand marketing and act on your employer brand messages along the way until they are ready to convert uh, to whatever you want them to convert to, which is most likely a job candidate. So those messages, employer brand marketing messages, are very different from recruitment messages. Some of your messages are copy text messages, you know, just text. Some of them are visual content on your career site, like videos. Some could be audio, like this podcast. Some of them are blog posts, articles, you know, career stories published on your company website. You could be doing infographics, uh, you know, uh, social media, in, I don't know, Instagram reels and stuff. When you promote those content on social media and elsewhere on the internet, you write promotional copy texts for each of those pieces of content. So what this means is that when you, for example, share a blog post or a career story, when you share it on a social media account, when you actually attach the link to the social media post, hopefully you're not just sending it without any sort of reference what this link is about. You write something on it. So that would be the promotional copy text message that it, that post. If your role includes also internal telecommunication, you need to make sure your staff wants to click open your emails or internet messages, especially when that information is very important and your employees need to know. All of these messages have those two important things in common. The target audience, which give the message the right angle, the point of view. And the level of importance this message has. How do we want to influence the recipient's perceptions, decisions? How do we want them to act as a result of receiving this message. Now, I want to ask you this really important question. And I want you to be honest to yourself. Do you take these two important elements into account when you set on writing your talent marketing message? Because most of us don't. Maybe we think we do, but just, you know, looking at the message, it's pretty evident that you don't or some of you don't. I don't want to put the blame on you. That's why learning how to craft and use story messages in talent marketing 
will be a revelation for you. So let's talk about that. How to craft and use story messages in talent marketing. Number one, there's a formula. Number one, you need to identify the recipient's problem. And I, as, as you noted, I'm not talking about your audience's problem. I want you to think about that you're writing to just one person. Because if you think about like a mass audience, they have plenty of problems. How are you going to pick which one you're going to choose? So you need to think about the person. This is probably easiest if we think about a recruitment process and a job post. Because you want to, I think it's probably easier for you to learn this craft, uh, how to craft a story message, is uh, when you can relate to something like, the ideal person who we're going to hire for this job. So then you're going to think about like a one person. So you need to identify that that person's probable problem. Because when you set out writing your story message, you need to clarify the following for yourself. What do I want this talent person do once they finish reading this message? And if they do it, what benefit is it going to give them? What is the payoff they get when they spend time with your message and they do what you ask, ask them to do? What do they get in exchange? So you can't answer those questions unless you figure out what problem they have. Because then the payoff is obviously a solution for that problem. This kind of thinking is called reverse engineering your message. Reverse engineering your message helps you to focus on the person you want to read your message and then act on it. And unless you focus on the person and the payoff they get from your message, unfortunately, your message will fail. So when you think about what is, what is it in that payoff what is the payoff? You need to think about what you what your offer does to take away their problem. The payoff is something that improves. It's like an improvement from where they are right now, their current situation. So you're going you're taking away the problem that exists in that current situation. And if they take up on your offer, that problem goes away and their situation improves. So for example, you know, I've worked in recruitment a lot in my career, not actively obviously anymore since uh, uh, founding this employer branding agency. But uh, obviously I hire for my agency, but I, I, I mean, I, I used to have a recruitment consultancy company myself. And I, before that I worked uh, in HR for 10 years uh, responsible for, you know, internal talent acquisition, among other things. So I've done my fair share of talent acquisition and recruiting. And it's very important that when we when we think about hiring, when we think about the person who we want to hire, you know, they're not going to change their jobs just because we want to hire. They're going to change their job because there is something that no longer gives them the kind of life that they wished for. 
so they have some kind of a some kind of a problem some kind of a struggle or they're not satisfied something is missing so the change of job needs to be an improvement to their current situation for them to make make that change for them to go through the the dropple of applying for a new job going through the recruitment process you know uh, starting in a new company and getting all that that uh, sort of um, it's very energy consuming to make such drastic changes to your life as you know changing jobs is so there needs to the payoff needs to be an improvement so for you to know how your how a career in your organization is going to improve a person's life from what it is now to something better you need to recognize you need to identify the problem first when you do talent marketing uh, your talent marketing messages they are direct or indirect sales messages you are selling the value of becoming employed by your organization becoming infatuated by with what your employer brand represents and how your employer brand inspires them uh, to continue or choose your company for the first time or continue to choose your company as their place to work every time a headhunter pursues one of your employees so what you need to do is identify the problem. I call this the work to life riddle. Uh, go back to podcast episode 64 because that uh, episode is about work to life riddles. I can link it to this episode blog post uh, at modernemployerbrand.com slash 107. But if you are listening to this podcast on one of the podcast platforms, uh, just take a note for yourself. Go back to 64 after you finish listening to this episode. So what you need to identify is the problem your target talent has right now that makes them browse for cues and clues how to solve it. Because your message needs to hook their attention on that sort of uh, vertical, on the level of a specific problem. Now, if you're talking about recruitment messages, that problem is something that is no something in their current career situation that is no longer satisfying, no longer giving them the life that they need, they wish for, and they want to improve that situation. If you're talking about employee brand messages, it has nothing to do with their career situation. It's about something else. Uh, and what that something else is, because that's probably what you're thinking right now, uh, you need to keep listening to this podcast because this podcast Every single episode is about that something else. Without addressing and agitating the problem your talent, talent person in the audience has, that one person, uh, the and addressing the inconvenience that problem causes that person, your message simply fails. And you need to put the problem in the very beginning of your message because it acts as the hook to win attention, catch attention, win attention, and get your target audience to give more time for your message. I kind of hear you thinking like, what you mean just one person has a problem? I mean, you're, this one person that you're thinking in your mind with the problem is just represents all the other talents like that with the same problem. So no, you're not messaging just for one person. 
but with it for the sake of you writing the best best possible message that's really targeted, that really, really wins attention, you have to think like you wrote it to just one person. Okay, number two, writing your message about that person who has that problem, not about your company. So the most common way of writing any sort of telemarketing message is to write the message about your company. So what this looks like is the content of the messages. Uh, you talk about where your company is, what you do, how many people you employ, where you are operating, what kind of products or services you sell, who are your customers, what kind of turnover you have, uh, what your mission is, what you have achieved, what you need what you're looking for, what you're selling or what you're hiring, what your problem is, what you expect others to do for you, and so on. And almost all recruitment and sales messages follow this pattern. I dare you to start, you know, Googling for how businesses market about their their problems or their needs, or I, I dare you to, I dare you to start Take up on this hobby and start looking, especially B2B companies are like the worst in uh, marketing their own problems and their own needs, whether it's selling to customers or whether it's hiring to talents. It's always about their own problems, their own needs. I dare you to take up on this as a hobby and start, start uh, you know, paying attention because it's, it's awfully true. So when you have figured out the problem that tar target person is likely to be likely to have and likely to be googling for answers or solutions or changes then you need to start your message with that. You can't help but write the message about that person, that talent and not about where a company needs when you start the message with the problem. And why do you want to do this? Because nobody cares what your company needs apart from your company and everybody cares about what they need and what they desire so when you change the angle of your message from what your company needs to what the person needs you want to woo that you want to influence and impact your message is going to be 100 times better so you need to write about what that target person needs and desires not what your company needs and desires and when you start it with the problem and then you continue how you can solve it, then it's like a pattern of, okay, you have this problem. This is the reason of it. This is how you can solve it, how we can help you to solve it. And then when you have solved it, then this happens. This is the improvement in your life. Number three, presenting your offer as the answer to what the talent person is looking for. So you do get to talk about your company, but you don't want to present yourself as the needy one. You want to present your company as the place for the needy talents. You want to present your company as the solution, not as the problem, as the needy one with the problem. So when you present your company, for example, your this job opportunity or a career in your company, when you present that as the solution for the problem that the talent person wants to get rid of, you become what they need. You are not what they need 
if your message is about you and your need, because then you are the needy one and you're not the solution for what they need. That's why you need to present your offer as the perfect or the only solution to that problem you identified and what you described in the beginning of the message, because when it's placed in the beginning of the message, it wins attention. So what is your offer? If you're writing a job post, becoming employed by your company is the offer, not the vacancy. The vacancy is just like a gate to this career. Career in your organization needs to be seen as the solution to whatever is the identified problem making your target talent want to change jobs or start their career. Because normally people are not changing jobs because of the job. They're changing job because of the surroundings, the work environment, leadership, the mission, the values are not not a fit. This company is not going where I want to go. The future of this company is not matching what I desire my future to be. So it's not that job. It's, you know, the circumstances around it. So that when the problem is not the job, but the circumstances around it, those circumstances make that job not so good. Because if you think about a sales job, you know, if the, if the job is the problem for a salesperson, they're not going to look for another sales job. They're going to change their career altogether if the job is the problem. So oftentimes it's not the job. It's the circumstances around the job that make the job feel an ill fit. So your solution is not the job. It's the career, the circumstances around the job. You get that? So if you're writing employer brand messages, which are not about the vacancies, not about the careers, your offer is in the help. Uh, your offer is help in the form of information that is beneficial or inspirational, educational for them right now. And it's important to set these messages apart because you want to make sure that you're relevant, uh, but passive job seekers in your target audience can also form a connection with your company and they can't form a connection with your company if your solution is a job or a career because that's not what they're looking for. They don't have a problem with their with the circumstances around their job. There's nothing that is pushing them to change jobs. So the, the solution is not the career nor the vacancy. It's something else. And usually it's information that is somehow beneficial, inspirational, somehow valuable for them. So for the most part, your employer brand messages are not about the career stuff at all because that's not relevant to passive job seeker audience right now. They're not persuaded to click click open a message that is talking about your career opportunities. But if this is a recruitment message, then of course it's about, but not the job, the career. Number four, casting, casting a vision of what happens once they take up on your offer. So casting a vision is very important because this is the outcome and everybody's looking for the outcome, the change, the transformation. What's my life gonna be like if I fix this with your offer, with your solution? So stories follow this cause and effect pattern, which our brains just love. And casting a vision of how their life looks like once they have successfully taken up on your offer is essential in storytelling talent marketing. If this is recruitment marketing, how is their life going to change for the better if they choose your company? How are you going to change those circumstances around their current job? 
And no, this is not about your challenging projects. It's not about your great colleagues. It's not about fun at work or the competitive compensation packets. If those are the only things you can come up with, then think about what is the effect on a person when they work with great college colleagues. How, how is it going to make them feel? How is it going to make them feel if they have more fun at work? What's the influence if they have a better salary or if their work is challenging? What's the positive after effect of that? So it's not the challenging project, but how having regularly challenging projects makes them feel. How does it transform their life for the better? So casting a vision on about what happens when you take up on the offer is the positive after effect that somehow improves their life from what it is that right now you want to picture this for them is how I like to put it is when you watch a movie and like when the movie ends there is this the last very last frame is like the post the, the happy ever after the vision the casting the vision that's what you want to do here and this is, by the way, why I always knack about you needing to study your target audience and be interested in understanding who they are as persons, as people, because you, you need to know what matters to them and what they aspire in life, because you can't identify their problem and cast a compelling vision unless you care enough to know what they're made of, what their dreams are made of. Number five, clear call to act. Never forget to Tell your audience what you want them to do after they uh, read your message. So all of your messages always must end with a clear call to act. Without a call to act, you're not inviting the target person in this story journey with you, in this transformation story with you. And in storytelling marketing, you must always invite the audience into this story journey with you. Even your social media post needs a clear call to act. And it could be as simple as comment what you think but you need that call to action. Without calling an action, the recipient is not going to know what you need them to do. And because all talent marketing messages are commercial messages, your business requires you to do the call action. So to summarize the very simple story formula for your talent marketing messages, number one, start with the target audience's problem. Number two, address the pain this problem must be causing them. Number three, explain how your offer takes away the pain. Number four, cast a vision of what their life looks like if they take up on your offer. And number five, call them to act now because when they do, their problem can go away. Does this sound compelling? Maybe a bit difficult. Because when I first started to learn about storytelling, I mean, years, years and years ago, I thought so too. I mean, the idea is very logical and very compelling because stories are biological to us. Stories are hardwired in our brain. We all understand the story. But what we're not made up of is how to write a story. So that's why it can get difficult when you actually start writing a story. We're not hardwired to write. We're just hardwired to listen and understand stories. So you write a lot of marketing messages. Struggle where uh, struggle when there seems to be no impact and you want your effort to make difference and deliver value. So when you write those messages, you want to get rid of that struggle. You want to understand how to add more impact 
to your message, how to make sure that your effort of writing this message is actually going to make a difference and the people are really going to do what you ask them to do. That's what you want to do, don't you? Because I have the same thing. I, I want that too. We all do. And I know how hard it is to learn using storytelling in marketing. I mean, as I said, I've studied it a long time. I mean, ever since like 2014, I think. And I still keep learning new things about it. Yet, based on my own experience, working in all sides of the talent marketing table, I've worked in internal talent communication, in recruitment marketing, in candidate communication, in employer brand marketing. I'm selling this as a consultancy services in Finland. And not just that, but I'm also an entrepreneur, also in B2B marketing. I'm branding myself and my business I'm writing weekly sales and marketing messages for our businesses. I'm writing weekly uh, employer brand messages for our talent target audiences. I really truly know how tough it is to win attention, get your audiences to act on your messages. I mean, this is what we write these messages for our clients too all the time. I know it's difficult, but the thing is, you don't have to go through the years of trouble of figuring it out that I did. When I started in 2014 and spent all these years, literally tens of thousands of hours trying to figure out how to influence and pursue it with words. And literally this morning I woke up at, well, I woke up really, I slept so bad last night and uh, I was up like at two and I tried to fall back asleep. And then I decided, well, I, then I finally got up at four and I, uh, I purchased this course and I started to study this message, messaging course this morning. So I literally, literally study still daily how to improve my abilities to persuade and influence with words. I don't want you to go through all the trouble, all the scouting of, you know, what is the right way and how to do it. I developed this magnetic employer branding method for talent marketers like you to help you save those tens of thousands of hours trying to figure out the best way. I, I'm giving you the opportunity to jump directly into this systematic program, program, this systematic approach that will change your talent marketing and employer brand marketing, you know, into storytelling marketing. And you can study this method and approach this at scale at talent marketing school only. You can't anywhere else. This is my proprietary uh, uh, program. So when you start with the core lesson, candidate journey of the information era as a framework for building your modern employer brand, you actually learn the foundation for the magnetic employer branding method. And I'm gonna give put, I'm gonna put a link to the uh, modernemployerbrand.com slash podcast 107 page blog page for this uh, for this online course. Uh, for you to learn and get started because this is really like the core thing that will get you on this journey where I will guide you how to put the storytelling in your telemarketing and brand marketing. So taking this course will give you the essential framework for crafting your organization and employer branding plan with storytelling elements that are already instilled in the framework. So you don't even need to know what storytelling marketing is at that point. Because you get the framework where some of the core elements are already in there. They're planted there for you. And if you just follow it, you can't help but start, you know, doing storytelling marketing. 
So when you become a student at telemarketing school, you get access to all course and core lesson content for one price, one annual price, which at the time of publishing this episode is only 495 euros or about 530 US dollars per year. That messaging course that I did this morning was 220 US dollars. And that was just one course, 90 minutes about one thing. Just think about how much stuff you actually get for, you know, a fraction of the cost. And because this is for a year, you have plenty of time to invest in your professional development at your pace, at your own schedule, go back to those lessons, learn, uh, you know, test them out, go back and and uh, re-de-de- redevelop your skills. If you think you're ready to turn a leaf on your telemarketing career and uh, find a way that builds your confidence and your professionalism in telemarketing, takes away some of those pains and frustrations of not knowing what to say and when to say and what's the right way to do it and just giving you a framework that gives you really like a good control of this method and leads you and your audience towards the goals that are important for your business then Talent Marketing School is the only place to get just that. Talent Marketing School is for you and your professional future. I want to share everything that I've learned and I still keep learning with my Talent Marketing School students. So go to talentmarketingschool.com and get access today. That's it. That's it for this week. Come back next week for more on how to build a modern Umbria brand in the world where people no longer want to pay attention to Mimi marketing. And uh, next week I'm going to talk about the real power of the employer brand. My name is Susanna Rantanen. I'm your modern employer branding coach at Telemarketing School. This is Building the Modern Employer Brand Podcast. Moi moi. Mm-hmm.